Nancy Pelosi, are you about to make a statement? We oh, believe? I'm so excited. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, anytime Nancy speaks, I get <laughs> Dogs uh, start to run towards the television. They're like, oh. I mean, this uh, just has great. to be her saying, this, this is, is it. This is, we've seen the. We're going. She's, like, people are like, is she going to cancel it? No. no. Right? Nope. There's Not no with way. that many flags behind her. No. Well, maybe she, you know, you could certainly make the argument that that would be a time to cancel it. Yeah. You're doing it for the country, but of course we know that that is not the outcome they're looking for. I am very, very, very distracted uh, today because I can't decide whether or not, uh, I just can't decide what to do on something. And uh, I I asked on social media last night uh, for your prayers. And uh, you just, if you wouldn't mind, just pray right now so I can make up my mind on some things that uh that uh whether i should express them or not um uh, and we've got some uh, some things to express on impeachment today holy cow was that a circus yesterday all that and more oop and nancy speaking next of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh my gosh, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is is about to speak. In fact, she's speaking right now. The status of the impeachment inquiry. Can we take that or do we have to pause first? We, we got to pause first. I'm sorry. We're going to pause quickly and then we're going to come back. Nancy Pelosi, stand by in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Chamonix <laughs> and the Christmas holiday sale is officially here. Mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm. Stock up on the best skin care that money can buy during Chamonix's best promotion of the year. If you have you had a lot of turkey and that led to a turkey neck, double chin, well now you can get GenuCell's breakthrough jawline treatment, which uses MDL technology. And during Chamonix's 25 days of Christmas celebration, get the classic GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness absolutely free, plus GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours. Chamonix just basically loads you up with so much. You have like a Santa's bag worth of stuff when you order. You can get uh, 10, 15, 20 years uh, uh, looking younger right before your eyes. And Shut that, up. Uh, it, Shut up. Right. Like and you say, that's up. a good, that's a normal sentiment that people right. would have. Here's no, I'm we- actually not even listening. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. Oh, okay. I'm just sorry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, Shut up. I'm with you on that right. one. But they'll give you a money back guarantee here so you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Be a skeptic all you want and get your money back. You can also uh, get uh, the, uh, uh, they're going to be donating to Women Rising. It's an organization that supports and assists women who are victims of domestic violence. It's mm. a really cool thing they're doing uh, around the holidays uh, and they will donate the same package that you get to one of these women call 800-577-8709 or genucell.com uh, your order today includes genucell's anti-wrinkle treatment which will be upgraded for priority shipping uh, and that's free make this holiday season extra uh, super wonderful with chamonix 800-577-8709 800-577-8709 or genucell.com it's g-e-n-u-c-e-l Com. I can't tell you. We can't. Uh, I, I think we're trying to find the right feed. We uh, we don't have rights, apparently, to this live feed, and it's really hacking me up. We have it? Good. Oh, we have the Nancy feed. Go ahead. Here's Nancy Pelosi. To power. During the debate over impeachment at the Constitutional Convention, She's George Mason also asked, 
shall any man be above justice? Shall that man be above it who can commit the most extensive injustice? In his great wisdom, he knew that injustice committed by the president erodes the rule of law, the very idea of fair justice, which is the bedrock of our democracy. And if we allow a president to be above the law, we do so surely at the peril of our republic. In America, no one is above the law. I agree with that. Over I just wish she did. Over the weeks, through the Intelligence Committee working with the Foreign Affairs and Oversight Committees, the American people have heard the testimony of truly patriotic career public servants, distinguished diplomats, and decorated war heroes. Oh, my God. Some of the president's own appointees. The facts are uncontested. The president abused his power for his own personal political benefit at the expense of our national security by withholding military aid and crucial Oval Office meeting in exchange for an announcement of an investigation into his political She's a thousand years old, and Disney doesn't have the vocal track of the animatronics around here. The American people heard testimony. Remember, the voice is the hardest thing to get. (laughs) Illuminated without a doubt that the president's actions are a profound violation of the public trust. The president's actions have seriously violated the Constitution. And let me tell you another thing. (laughs) Especially when he says and acts upon the belief. Article 2 says, I can do whatever I want. No. His wrongdoing strikes at the very heart of our Constitution, a separation of powers, three co-equal branches, Mm. each a check and balance on the other, a republic. If we can keep, said Benjamin Franklin. Our democracy I love how they're is quoting what these is at guys stake. Though. The president leaves white, us no choice rich but to act slave owners because he is trying to corrupt once again the election for his own benefit. The president has engaged in abuse of power, undermining our national security and jeopardizing the integrity of our elections. His actions are in defiance of the vision of our founders and the oath of office that he takes to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Sadly, but with confidence and humility, oh. with allegiance to our founders, oh and a heart God. full of love for America, oh. Oh gosh. today I am asking our chairman to proceed with articles of impeachment. Oh, what? oh my gosh, this is a shock. and our members with a somber approach a to actions somber. which I wish the president had not made necessary. Unbelievable. In signing the Declaration of Independence, Uh, uh, the founders invoked a firm reliance (laughs) on divine providence. Oh my God, don't you do it. Oh my gosh. You are prayerful, and we will proceed in a manner worthy of our oath of office to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Oh my gosh, in defense. Okay, stop. I I, I don't. No, go ahead. Take it. Take it. I can't. I can't take it. But go ahead. Keep her up. Oh, she's done. Oh, oh she's done. There she goes. That was uh, one of the worst speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. I, she I, is awful. I just about went blind. I just about hysterical blindness. Did she do? Did she do this to troll people? All she ever talks about in public is the Constitution and God, and then none of her actions reflect either of those things. None ever, ever. I mean, think about this. This is coming from a party who believes the Constitution is an outdated, antiquated mm-hmm. document. 
that barely has anything to do with today. Mm-hmm. You think the founders couldn't see Donald Trump? I, I didn't see Donald Trump five years ago. How could the founders see it? Yet, this esteemed old dusty document, somehow or another, still sees him. Huh. Wow. It's like, it's like it really does work. Except you're, you're saying you want a somber, a somber and, and stoic process here? Oh, that's, that's been anything but this. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was an absolute joke. Joke. A joke. And not to mention, I mean, this is like the equivalent of uh, a NFL head coach calling a press conference two days before the Super Bowl and saying, we intend to play in the Super Bowl. It's like, well, we already know you won the championship game. You're all here. You're practicing. We know you're going ahead with the impeachment. This is not a shock. You did not need a press conference to tell us you were going to try to impeach the president of the United States. You told us in 2017. Except it's not not like that because they didn't win the championship. This is like Colin Kaepernick coming out (laughs) and saying, I'm going to be the quarterback in the the winning Super Bowl team. If he was the owner of the team. The point is that this is an obvious (laughs) thing that we all knew was going on and they have complete control. Over it. This is crazy. We all knew that he that they were going to impeach. We pretty much knew the second they got control of the House. Uh, and honestly, it's been their goal since day one. So here's the only thing that that uh, that keeps me sane today, honestly, is drugs. <laughs> mm. I have been thinking about whiskey an awful lot i gotta say it's great i mean i, <laughs> I have I, to I, tell I, you it really works i have been i <laughs> i see people now with a glass of whiskey and i miss it you terribly and you know what it's consistent and it's always there for you exactly you know, right works. now some would say god would be a better thing to do but yeah. whiskey is easier yeah it's easier <laughs> and quite frankly as a time where i'm getting ready to pay my tithing it's cheaper <laughs> i could lose my job and it's still cheaper uh, anyway, oh my gosh! Uh, the only thing that keeps me sane is the fact that I just don't believe the American people, and I mean Democrats, think this is fair either. I really don't. Now I'm not talking about the Democrats who are the diehard, you know, at any cost. You know, because there are those Trump supporters who are like, at any cost, he could go out and shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue with some Trump supporters. And they would be like, so? So? He had a right to do it. No, no, not really. Not really. Um, So I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the, I would hope, 60%. I would actually hope 80 or 90, but... I think it's about 60% of the nation that can honestly say, this is just not, this is not right. This isn't fair. This isn't right. Well, it's, and it seems particularly uh, unconvincing, right? I mean, I think you look back at, at the way this is rolled out. You have to think their plan from the beginning of this was go through the Mueller thing, get the results, Find all the stuff that was obvious that they colluded mm-hmm. or whatever we can paint to the people that there was mm-hmm. collusion between mm-hmm. Trump and Russia. And then we go through impeachment after that long process. Well, they just cataclysmic failure 
uh, when it came to the Mueller report. Right. They got nothing out of it. No one believed it was impeachable. It, I mean, it was nothing. So then they're like, well, if we wait past a week after hearing about this phone call, he's going to wind up, uh, we're going to be in, in the election. We have to get this done this year. How are we going to do that? Just go for it. So this is like almost like a, a, a substitute for what they thought they were going to get. Yeah, they, they, this is a, a jam down. Anything, yeah. it, whatever it takes, if it means silencing people, if it means, uh, you know, just ramrodding this through, mm-hmm. there's, there is no semblance of fairness here at all. Look at the people they had speak yesterday. Look at their record. They are. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna talk about them uh, tonight at five o'clock. By the way, it's an audience show tonight. I haven't done an audience show in a long time. It's all about impeachment. With your questions, you can still tweet your questions uh, at uh, what is it? Is it, is it at the, at Blaze at the Blaze at the Blaze and hashtag Ask Glenn. Um, but uh, I'm going to be answering your questions with a live audience tonight, and I'm going to be exposing who these people were that testified yesterday. What's her name that gets uh, your Gates came after? L- listen, listen to this exchange uh, uh, from yesterday with uh, with Matt Gates. with my, with Matt Gates and uh, the the supreme uh, uh, legal scholar who, of course, is very very neutral. <laughs> uh huh. Listen to this exchange. We don't have it yet. Okay, all right. <laughs> we're having a we're having a problem today with uh, technical difficulties. Some technical Please stand by. Stand by. Uh, it was uh, Pamela Carlin, uh, and you know they, they. Well, she's a Stanford law professor. She's a uh, she's clerk for Supreme Court Justice Blackburn. She's she's great. Well, yeah. There's some other things that she has done uh, that are uh, she is a self described. Uh, uh, bisexual. I think she said bisexual bitch, didn't she? To self or describe herself as that at one, but not not yesterday. Um, she has. She and some of the others that were testifying yesterday are part of the resistance movement. Oh, uh, they've been calling. They've been openly calling for impeachment. One of them openly called for impeachment before he was sworn in. That this is who they have? This is not fair. You know who the Republicans picked? A guy who doesn't like Donald Trump. Yeah, I think that's a really good illustration of why the American people see this as such a ridiculously partisan process. You know, there are plenty. Judge Napolitano on Fox News Channel is saying he would vote for impeachment. They could bring Judge Napolitano... Out there, and he would argue uh, that that he should be impeached. There are libertarians and some on the right, conservative-wise, uh, that are critical of what the president did and how he did it, and that it is an impeachable offense. You can't find one of them who's going to have a little credibility with them, with someone in the middle. And the reason they don't do that is because it's got nothing to do with trying to win people over. It's a it's just a partisan issue. They're jamming it through. They can tell all their AOC activists that they got the impeachment done, and then they can move on to their election and but hold impeachment too, over the but president's then head. then they're saying that, I mean, impeaching a president is overturning an election. Now, you're doing that with eight months before a presidential election. 
you are using the power of your office and the power of the Constitution to unfairly convict someone and overturn an election there is nothing more serious than that and how dare you say that no one is against no one is above the law if we used these standards obama would have been impeached in his first year if you use these standards no one is above the law hillary clinton email servers how about just the selling of all of our uranium what about or that how one? about the thing that's being investigated here? Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all the stuff that went on in Ukraine. Uh, Unbelievable. Look, I, you know, it's just it's obviously just a tactic. And, and I, it doesn't even seem like they're attempting to convince people that this is a realistic case. And I have to tell you, I have a theory on this. It is a theory but it is based on fact all the way around it. Now, is this what's happening? I don't know, but it's a theory, and I think it's a damn good one. And I'll give that to you in one minute. Why do I have to start my day every day with my head about to explode? Um, Why? Why? The world's against you, I think? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I think the world is against anyone that's thinking today. (laughs) Uh, Any... Uh, is there anything uh, better in the world than a steak so tender that you can cut it with your fork? I don't think so. I am not a fan of fillets uh, because there's quite honestly uh, not enough marbling. I just let me just speak English here. <laughs> not enough fat in it because <laughs> the fat makes it taste good. Omaha steaks, however, those fillets are in a completely different category. You can cut them with your fork. The steaks are the most tender, most flavorable that you will experience. And if you order now, you're going to get four of the six-ounce bacon-wrapped fillets. Oh, my gosh. Four premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four perfectly brown potatoes au gratin, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, the Omaha Signature Steak Seasoning Packet, plus a free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board. You know how much this Christmas present is? Sixty nine ninety nine. Uh yes, please. Order now and get your favorite gift package plus the free six piece cutlery set and cutting board for sixty nine ninety nine. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Now you have to make sure you type in the word Beck in the search bar because that will that will help you find the favorite gift package. It'll take you right there. Um, but make sure you type in the word Beck in the search bar at omahasteaks.com. This offer is not going to last long. Order the favorite gift package right now. We break for 10 seconds. Okay, so Stu. If you've been watching our specials, which I think you've, I mean, you're the executive producer. You've watched about half of them. Yeah, I mean, half's a high <laughs> You've been estimate. in the room. You're rounding up. Yeah, for sure. you've been in the room. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, I've watched them. So uh, as, as we've laid out, what is the Soros plan, along with the State Department, to uh, overthrow countries? Uh, c- uh, c- citizen to... to- 
Civil Society, society 2.0. Right. Uh, what is, and how does it work? Do you remember? Well, I mean, I, I could give you a, a mediocre recounting of that, but you happen to be the host of the special, okay, so I don't so know why you don't it, just say it. Okay, so, so, here, so here's what it is. What, they, what Civil Society 2.0, which is part of the State Department's policy, and it is now uh, ingrained and, and institutionalized in our State Department, is we look for countries that we can overthrow. We can go over and train people to be revolutionaries. And we teach them how to use social media. And then after we've taught them and put them through this course, all of this is documented. Once we put them through this course, then we say, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. And when there's an event like there was in the Ukraine, that's when the State Department notifies all those people now and supports them. By the way, we have pictures of all of this. We have videos of all of this and documents about all of this in Ukraine. Then once they get the once they destabilize the government and flip the government, then they insist the Americans are here just to help, and we start an anti-corruption league. That's what we did. We had an anti-corruption bureau. It was run by our Justice Department, the George Soros people, and their Justice Department. And it is a, it's an, it's a institution that picks and chooses based on politics who they want to prosecute and who they want to call guilty and corrupt and who they don't. Okay. This institution in Ukraine was completely corrupt. The guy was sentenced to prison that was running it for interfering with our election. Okay. That's how, that's how, and he's on tape. That's, yeah. That's how corrupt the anti-corruption uh, bureau was that we were the co-sponsor of. So what they have to have is they have to have revolutionaries. They have to have training for those revolutionaries. Would you say that's been happening here in the United States? Mm -hmm. Think the left is training revolutionaries? Sure. Absolutely. Um, you then have to knock down the confidence of the people of the country in their own institutions and their own constitution and have the people rise up and say, everything is so corrupt we want all of it out, and we want a separate institution because we don't trust the justice system. We don't trust the intelligence system, the court system. That's what they're doing to us right now. You're listening to Glenn Beck. And if you and I were in charge, we'd clean it up. All right, so you're standing at the roulette wheel, watching it spin over and over as you continue to place your bet, and you... you you're not, you know, you're you're not the luckiest person in the world. It turns out you don't even know exactly how to play roulette, and it's the worst game you can play. That's precisely what it's like every time you get onto an unsecured Wi-Fi connection, even one with a password. You're gambling with your identity. You're gambling with your information. You're gambling with your way of life.
Someone's identity gets stolen every two seconds, and you can miss certain identity threats if you're only monitoring your credit. Now, LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats and alerts you when and if a threat is detected. So give them a call or visit their website today. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. And until December 8th, that's Sunday... You can uh, get a great radio discount. Save 30% or more off your first year by using the promo code BACK. So call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save 30% or more off your first year. This Saturday, Glenn Beck in Salt Lake City for yeah. the big Christmas show. Very yeah. excited about it. Go to glennbeck.com slash Christmas and pick up a ticket. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. Um, I had some uh, I had some really tough news yesterday that just about gutted me, um, and, um, and and I just want to ask for your your prayers uh, on something. I, I think this is a you know Billy Graham told me he said when it comes down to it, he said uh, God's not going to look to an individual. Um, it's, it's going to be something that is so miraculous. All these little things will be happening and it will be so miraculous that everyone involved will have to say, well, that was clearly God. Uh, and there is absolutely no way I found out yesterday, uh, for me to, um, do the big summer event, which I think is the most important event of all the restorings I've ever done. There's no way for me to pull it off and I have to find a way to do it within the next like 12 days. Uh, otherwise a door closes and there's just, uh, I, humanly there is no way to do it. And I would just ask you to pray for miracles because I believe in them. And if this is supposed to be done, it's going to happen because of him. Uh, so, Please pray. This is, uh, I, I, I think I'm going to tell you what it is uh, next, next hour and what we had planned so you know the importance of it. Um, but we'll, we'll take it as it comes. Pat Gray, welcome to the program. How are you? I am great. Mm. I just, uh, fresh from seeing the Crypt Keepers press conference, uh, what, half an hour ago? She was great. Give me a pack of camels. Great, man. Talking about the bedrock of our democracy. Right. How important the founding fathers are to her. Yes. Mm. It just really moved me. And to all of those on the left. Mm, Man. You know, what has happened in our civilization uh, these last few years uh, has gotten so crazy that the left, you know, this atmosphere they've created in the le- on the left is so toxic that not even the, the left can exist in it, I think, now. <clears throat> Just today we had uh, uh, this story about, <clears throat> well, we've got a bunch of stories. Do you like some water? Yeah, well, yes. Uh, I haven't tried, I haven't <clears throat> this happened to Hillary you. in her Stur- Howard Stern interview. I think I have the same yesterday. Uh, disease Hillary does. And it's amazing because you... you Burn you, the cup. Yeah, yeah. Burn the cup. Thank <clears throat> you. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay, so the trans people were being honored in uh, Olympia, Washington. 
and did you see this story? Did you read about that? Is no. In the paper today? Uh, yeah, the trans people uh, were being honored, and they were doing, I think they were doing the city hall in trans colors and the, you know, the rainbow stuff. And so uh, they invited the police into the building so that they'd be protected during their celebration, and eh, the trans people weren't very happy about that. Here's what uh, a couple of them had to say. And you are telling me you're going to light up City Hall mm-hmm. to honor black and brown trans women? You're going to light up a City Hall that has police, mm-hmm. and police are a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're killing. They're, they kill, kill my families. What? Wait, what? They make it unsafe to live. And the tranny suffering and the conditions you create for us to not live in this city. Mm-hmm. Um I want to say that I am a person that values uh, hearing out people's pain and talking to their hearts. And I feel like the people here at City Hall, they don't do that people's hearts. You create illusions. Point of order, I'm going to ask that you refrain. This is broadcast live out in people's homes with families, young Again, families. My point is, like, a, like <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't care what I just said, which proves my point. Right. You're not mm. listening. Okay, so there's that. That's enough on that. Okay. <clears throat> she's, okay, so they're telling this very liberal uh, city council that they're, they're taking ex- exception that the police are even in the building because the police are killing trans people. I, I have missed those stories. I have missed those stories too, but uh, that's exactly what you would expect I, from you, Pat. I believe. Really? We did this Why? story a couple weeks ago, and that the, the mm. total amount of mm. murders of... Uh, Straight people against trans people was like four. Four? Yeah. It was like four. No, it really was. Over like multiple years. Yeah. And all those and, were police officers? Uh, no, none trans- of them no, were police none of officers. Them. And uh. I will also point out, uh, all or maybe all with the exception of one were men who went to prostitutes yeah. Believed they were going for one gender oh, wow. and got the other one. Yeah, and now, we're so look, upset. And the other one they, I think was yeah. a friend or a, or a family member, I think. Might have been. I mean, it, 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 this this is a lie. For, hate, just, for hate crimes. There's, there's yeah, nothing here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. But again, it's the left turning on the left because of the atmosphere they've created no one can exist in. Um, Al Green was talking about how upset he was. This is Al Green yelling at other Democrats for the people they called yesterday. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Mr. Speaker, and still I rise with my mnemonic notes in hand. Mm. Mr. Speaker, I rise because I love my country, but I also rise today with heartfelt regrets. Mm. It hurts my heart, Mr. Speaker, to see the Judiciary Committee hearing experts on the topic of impeachment, Mm -hmm. one of the seminal issues of this Congress. And the problem is hearing experts, Mr. Mm-hmm. Speaker, mm-hmm. and not one person of color ah, among the there experts. You, go. well, you okay. could have gotten mm-hmm. Clarence so Thomas. <laughs> right. Uh, so, again, there's no pleasing the left because uh, no matter who they bring before, the, it's not diverse enough for them. Because if you had a black person on the panel, where's the Asian? And if you have a black and an Asian... Where's the Native American? Mm-hmm. And if you have the Native American, where is the Hispanic? And if you have the Hispanic, exactly. where is the undocumented dreamer? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. Now, also, Pete Buttigieg is getting 
flack from the left. I love this one. Uh, this, this is, is awesome. Look at his heinous crime. I've got a I've got a photo of it. So for those oh my gosh, just oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I don't even want to look at that. He is standing in front of some sort of store with a red apron, yeah. ringing a bell, right. apparently trying to. I mean, you want to talk about a dog whistle? Here is his his homophobic support of a homophobic uh, organization. organization called the Salvation Army. Yeah. Now, yeah. let's do the math here on Pete Buttigieg's <laughs> homophobia. <laughs> He's literally married to mm. a man. Mm. Like, of all the mm -hmm. activities on God's green earth... <laughs> That seems the, like a pretty like the homo-friendly thing to do. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like the least homophobic <laughs> thing on the planet is to marry a man if you're a man. Yeah, I feel like it's like the really least. making a statement. Right. The 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 most pro uh, 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 homosexual act you can do mm -hmm. is have homosexual sex. Okay. <laughs> really? There's yeah. That's the most I, pro act you can. Where did do. you read that though? I mean, Why? He's he's like science, Fox News, <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> so here's this guy, who what he he's married and having homosexual sex, mm, and assume. he so hates that he hates himself for that what yeah. i mean that makes no sense i mean it's very similar right to saying clarence thomas doesn't like black people right it which is. they do say however Buttigieg actually agrees with them on the issues and they're still saying it you can never be woke enough never nope. you will never get there it's a road that does not have an end you will never no, it be does. woke enough. it does train tracks usually oh. Kind of end right there. That's kind of my point. I mean, I've, I've got another one of, of Chris Pratt, and, and you'll see the heinous crime he committed uh, the other oh, day. He's a serial. We also have the photo of that. Look at I mean, oh there he gosh. is with his bulging muscles and whatnot in, the, okay. in some kind of gym. But he's holding. Get this. Mm -hmm. oh. I, I, I hesitate to even say it. No, no, no. don't. Don't. I mean, well, you have to wear on radio, but people can see it. He's holding a plastic right water bottle. Oh my gosh. Uh, single right serve, single, single use. Serve, single use. Mm -hmm. Means it bottle. will be like recycled afterwards. <laughs> so his friend Jason Momoa rightly, of course, called him out for that. Uh, <laughs> his, his friend? His friend. His friend. His friend. Yeah, yes, okay. called him out. And, yeah. then, and then he just got a crap storm of tweets uh, coming down on him for it. But Jason Momoa in the past has... Committed the same egregious crime. Oh my crime. gosh! Look at that. There's Jason Momoa. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. He's actually spot. he's got three of them in front of him. <laughs> okay. uh, I just want to point out, though, I think he's blind. <laughs> I've really? He didn't know that. I seriously, I've seen this new documentary that he's in. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, called C. He's completely blind in it. <laughs> oh Is my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So okay. I didn't know that. Oh well, then he didn't know it was a he plastic bottle. No he had no idea. No idea. <laughs> I mean, if we don't stand up against this insanity and stop being so afraid of uh, the names we're going to be called yeah. or uh, the it's outcry really, on Twitter, I don't Twitter. think it's. I don't think it's us anymore. I don't think it's us. Yeah. I really think it's the Democrats, the average person that, you know, considers themselves a Democrat. If you don't wake up. Yeah. And stand up against you're it. You're going to be you're going to be scooped up just as fast as, as we will be. This is going to collapse on its own weight. There's, there's no way you can abide by the new rules that they have set forward no. for us. And there's no freedom in it. There's no actual human being that believes drinking out of a water bottle is evil.
There, like the, those people, the, there can't the, be right. It is a statement of virtue because you believe everyone else thinks. No, I don't think that's entirely true. I do. I don't. My think, daughter. I, I don't think so. Again, you, like you know Hannah. I know Hannah, and she and she and she will actually act on these things. And she and she goes. Very... She brings her. She drives me nuts. I use. I ask when we go shopping together. She'll bring her little. You know. Uh, I don't know hemp bag to the grocery store and i respect her for doing that i ask for double plastic bags when to make up for we, to make up for it. but she lives that she doesn't when she goes to restaurants she'll bring her own you know her own does she drink out of single use water bottles though plastic nope no oh, well. nope doesn't like it okay. and but, but she's the, not yeah. preaching about it she's yeah. not That's she's not thing. saying to everybody else you gotta do this because she's mm-hmm. not doing that well, she just believes she's mm-hmm. not a, a crusader right for that we cause. just use too many things mm-hmm. uh <laughs> that we don't need to reuse yeah, no, I mean it's it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, I just it's just a it's just bizarre thing. Um, I just quickly, uh, the number one, Chris Pratt agreed Agreed. With the criticism. And apologize. apologize for yeah. using it's the sing- Listen, pathetic. If I remember correctly, somebody threw me a plastic bottle and in a photo shoot, and I didn't know what to do with my hands. So I never know what to do with my hands. But you're right. My bad. I don't want Atlantis covered in plastic. Hear that, kids? Reduce, reuse, recycle. Chris oh, Pratt. My gosh. And so the- somebody just tossed it to him, and he just held it. Yeah, and he didn't know what to do with his hands. That's why. What do I do with it? I- you need to right now, under the every Christmas tree, you go to the, uh, what is it, Blaze Shop? Uh, dot com. What is the what? shop? shop dot, yeah, shop.com. That'll redirect you to the new okay. site. Okay, yeah. where it is. So anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> just go to our store and get the shut up T-shirt. <laughs> okay, that's what everyone. His next one, he should be holding a uh-huh. water bottle in both and holding uh, or and wearing a shut up T-shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. All right. Our uh, our sponsor this half hour. Who's our sponsor here? Uh, 23 and Me. Everyone loves getting personalized gifts, and it doesn't get any more personal than 23 and Me. I mean, it's a DNA kit. That's what it is. Very, very personal. Why not give the DNA kif- uh, gift that uh, most uh, want? And that is a health and ancestry kit from 23andMe. It's ancestry and a whole lot more. It's ancestry and your health. You'll get more than 150 personalized genetic reports, including insights to your health. Now, also, with more than 1,500 geographic regions, 23andMe is the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market. Uh, you don't pay more for trait reports. Those are also included. 23andMe Ancestries and Trait Service has 30 trait reports included. And they also have a new automatic family tree builder. It uses your DNA to start building your family tree. This is a remarkable, remarkable uh, thing. Uh, and a great Christmas gift. We did this with the family. And it it for weeks... It brought us together as we waited for it, as we talked about it afterwards. We went over them as a family. It was really, really cool. Get your health and ancestry kit at uh, for $70 now through December 25th at 23andMe.com slash back. That's the number, 23andMe.com slash back. Order by the 16th, and you'll have it so you can put it underneath the Christmas tree. It's 23andMe.com slash back. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
okay. All right. So Howard mm-hmm. Stern did something miraculous uh, yesterday. He made Hillary Clinton somewhat likable. <laughs> yeah, a, a fascinating. If but, you don't think Howard Stern is a legend in the broadcasting industry, listen to that interview because he he somehow. I mean, if that Hillary Clinton ran for president, maybe she would have won. Yeah, she might have. She had, was like she might have been up six points right? instead of three. Right. I mean, it's fascinating because I mean, I, look. I mean, she's obviously. I, I I've heard thousands probably of interviews with Hillary Clinton, and the, the way the... he pulls stuff out of people is just like I, he is a magician as an interviewer. There's oh, he's no almost one... a hypnotist. I've been in that room. Yeah, you've done under it. his he... under his spell. Yeah. It is. I said. I think twenty minutes into it. I have no idea why I'm telling you any of this. <laughs> he is practically a yeah. hypnotist. He's just really He's really good. He is a, a craftsman. Yeah, he really, is. when it comes he to is. interviews. It's it's really impressive. He's I mean, you know, the guy who obviously created basically an entire genre of yeah. radio and, and then took that across all of entertainment whether you like that stuff or not. But, but he's then not, it's completely he's not, changed. Right. He's to- not that way anymore. To totally different show. And yeah. now He's, I mean, I don't know that there's much disagreement that he's the best interviewer. I can't stand it when people say that Larry King was the best oh, interviewer. In the, Larry was off. He's the guy who said to Seinfeld, so were you fired? Yeah. And Jerry looked at him and said, do you even know who I am? <laughs> I mean, he was not a good interviewer. He did no research. Right. He, he, he was not a good interviewer. Howard Stern is the best guy I think in in uh, media today on interviewing people, and it was remarkable. She actually said, "No, despite what you hear, I, I, I like men." But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did incredible. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Um, personal notes, uh, next hour, uh, I want to talk to you about something, uh, that has been weighing on me for a while and, uh, and I, we need a miracle to make it happen. Uh, and I'm not going to ask you to do anything except pray, um, because this is truly a miracle that has to happen. So we'll talk about that coming up in uh, just a little while. Uh, Speaker Pelosi uh, has asked the House now to proceed with the articles of impeachment. And I think they were mostly surprised by that, as most of America was. Wait, wait, they're going to go through with it? Even after that hard-hitting testimony yesterday? (sighs) Well, okay. We'll have more on that coming up. Stand by. to you about America and how we have we've lost tradition we don't know who we are we've forgotten where we came from and the miracle that it will take for us to be the first in human history 
to be able to turn this around. I'm going to talk to you about that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, prepping these days isn't what it used to be. Back then, we were stocking up food, you know, as a hedge against disaster, and you were thought as a bit of a nut. Furthermore, the food that you were able to, you know, to get and put away, that stuff wouldn't, you know, it would go bad quickly. It usually tasted terribly. It was just bad. Well, my Patriot Supply came around about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and they started revolutionizing things because they were actual preppers. They live this lifestyle. More people understand that being prepared for any kind of disaster is really important, natural or otherwise. Prepping went down a bit once Obama left office because people thought, well, Obama, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Really? Because look where we are today. All right, right now, My Patriot Supply is providing, you can save $70 on a two-week food kit that they're supplying with a guaranteed two-day delivery at preparewithglenn.com. The offer's not going to last. Here's the good news. My Patriot Supply will last. And if you think you can't afford to prepare, My Patriot Supply has payment plans and options that will fit any budget. Personally, I know it's not glamorous, but this is the perfect thing a father or a grandfather gives to his kids as they're starting their new family, at least in my opinion. <laughs> let let grandma or mom do the fun present. This is the one your kids will be like, of course, dad gave that to me. It's the way dads show their love. Uh, get ahead of the chaos today. Protect your family. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. I want you to I want you to really spend some time listening right now or or if you can't really focus, come back later and listen to the podcast because I want you to really focus. I, I remember when I was a kid and I remember what summer was like and it was different. We don't feel it anymore as adults, but it was like we were free. We were we were able to roam and play and just be back before it gets dark. That, those were the words that I heard before I heard the slap of the screen door close. I was usually halfway across the lawn, as my mother would say that. We worked a lot in our family. My dad was a baker. We owned our own shop. We worked hard. He worked hard. But we all did. My mom and my two sisters were in the front, and I was in the back with my dad. I scrubbed the pots and pans, and I hated it. But this was our life. I was went to work in our bakery when I was eight, every day. But in the summer, I didn't have to go in the morning. I could come later in the afternoon. And for a few weeks, every summer, we would go down to my grandparents' farm. They raised raspberries. This was summer. And somehow I felt older. My sister was older, Coletta, and she used to pea vine. And I remember she could drive those big, huge pea viners, and she'd make money over the, the summer. So I got to feel older by going out and earning money, picking berries, sleeping with the windows open, getting up before the crack of dawn, feed the chickens, pick the berries, punch the berry card, go in so tired that all you wanted to do was climb up those attic stairs and fall asleep underneath Grandma's quilts. There were a couple of summers where it was different. One year, I think I was probably about five, 
probably was around 1969, we went to Disneyland and we took an airplane. And the only reason why I remember it is because I got a new suit and a new hat, just like my dad's. And my sisters were in brand new dresses that I think my mom had handmade. And I also remember that they got gloves. They had white gloves. Because back then, it was very different to fly on an airplane. The other summer that was different is when we packed up the station wagon and we headed out to what seemed to me an epic journey. Felt like we were going across the country. I think we might have been going across the county. And us kids, when we weren't asking if we were there yet, we were asking for a different station on the radio or telling our dad she started it or just hold it until dad could stop. It was a summer of the license plate game. Punch buggy. Sometimes we were allowed to sit in the way back of the station wagon and we could face backward. We could look at the cars behind us. Nothing really good came of that as we got older, but. What I'd give to take that family trip again. It was a world without TVs in our cars. It was a world without iPhones and video games or YouTube. And yeah, I remember thinking I was bored much of the time. But all I remember now are the laughs and the games we played and actually looking out the window, even if it was just to stop looking at my sister's. I remember seeing the different faces and places and thinking, wow, this country is big, and I know how big it is. But I didn't. Most don't. It's taken me a lifetime, but I've driven the plains. I've driven the badlands, Kentucky, bluegrass, horse country. I've driven in the rainforests of Washington State, the high desert of Utah, among the sequoias in California, the deserts of California. I've driven the bridges that never seem to end, that go over the swamps in the south and the Everglades in Florida. I've been on the roads of New England to see the fall colors. I've crossed the Rockies in the snow, and I've crossed them in the summer. I've driven the back roads of coal mining country as well as the back roads to the old silver mines of Nevada. I've driven across the vast Indian nation, a nation with inside our nation. I've been to Mount Rushmore, crazy horse. I've been to Wall Drug, the world's largest drugstore in South Dakota. I visited the home of Elvis and Mark Twain and George Washington. I think I'd do that my whole life. When I retire, that's really what I want to do. I just want to go to the mountains and paint and then just my wife and I and the kids get into a car, a station wagon, an RV, an old VW bus, anything, and just set out and drive the country. This last summer, it's been tough for my family. We have dealt with so many issues in our family, and 
I am so blessed that I have, I know this sounds counterintuitive, but trust me, it's not. I am so glad that I've had two suicides in my family because I can understand depression when it hits. And I've had three of my kids just this summer go through really tough times. I was having a a growing pain with my son Rafe, and we decided to make a boys' trip out of Texas, which goes on forever. We went through Santa Fe and across the Rocky Mountains. It's it's the best memory I think I have, a family memory, and I. You miss those moments and you cannot get them back. We drove the highway just, I think, just in the center or north of Denver. I think it's one of the true wonders of the modern world. Is that I-35? What is the one that goes across the Rocky Mountains from Denver? It's the highway that crosses over those unbelievable mountains and sometimes under those mountains or through those mountains. What's amazing is that project was started when Eisenhower was president and it wasn't finished until Clinton was about to leave the Oval Office. Insurmountable odds. What even takes that long to build anymore? And it's weird. I was on this new highway and it still felt like an America of the past, a, a distant era. We've been so beaten down that we forget Elon Musk sent a private rocket into space with an electric car in the shuttle bay or in the in the bay that he built. And we all watched it on our cell phones and the booster rocket returned and landed on the water. We still do great things. The difference is, is it, it's the every man that can do it now. It's not NASA or a huge government agency. But it's a group of private citizens that are just living their personal American dream. They are pursuing their happiness. Like him or hate him, that's what Elon Musk is doing. He believes it. He sees it, and he's taking the risk, and he's doing it. These are the things we have to remember. These are the things that we have lost. These are just the beginnings. There are no guarantees in life, but there still is a place where an immigrant who was raised in the Eastern Bloc, behind the Iron Curtain, under communism can later move here and become the first lady of the United States. We don't even talk about that. Think of that. 
I think that's promise. There's two reasons we don't talk about it. One, political. Two, the promise is so clear to most of us that we don't consider that as a big deal anymore. That's how good it is here compared to other places. And you know what? We all have different dreams and different backgrounds, but most of us still have one thing in common. We may not like politics or even politicians, but when it comes down to it, most of us, and I don't know what that number is, but most of us still really love our country. We want our kids to feel the same things about America that we felt. Even in the ugly or tough times, we knew somehow we would make it because people suck all the time. But the promise of this country, if we just know who we are, who we were, and why we came here. We know we survive. If we're lucky enough to take a summer trip on a plane or a trailer or even a beat-up used station wagon. Didn't matter who we were, we saw people just like us when we arrived. Happy, decent, and generally good. So why am I talking to you about this today? I'll tell you in one minute. You know, as we're talking about doing family things, one of the things Rafe and I are going to start to do uh, after the first of the year, he doesn't know it yet, but every guy needs to know how to grill. And you either learn it from your dad or you don't, and I didn't. But I want that time with my son, and I want him to, every time he goes out and grills, because every guy does, every time I want him to remember that time with me. So I got a rec tech. Now, this is smart grilling technology because I'm a dope. But this is different than natural gas because natural gas, it doesn't taste any different. When you have propane, it doesn't taste any different. Charcoal is too much of a pain in the neck. This is a griller. You can bake, you can smoke, you can sear, you can grill all at a touch of a button. You can control it from your own phone. It uses 100% real wood, but there's no logs and there's not a lot of ash. You have to, there's none of that crap, none of that. And it makes the food taste so great. Rectech has broken down the barrier. No more messy charcoal or flavorless propane. With the Rectech grill, you're going to cook like a pro right out of the box. It's a game changer. Do your own research. I'm not asking you to trust me on this. This is what I have. This is what I bought. And this is what I'm going to be using with my son, Rafe. But do your own homework. I think this is the best, far and away. Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-C, grills, with an S, dot com. That's rectechgrills.com. We break for 10 seconds, station ID.
I always know we're about to do something important when everyone says it's impossible, but I have never come across anything we've done that has been this impossible. It is roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And yesterday, uh, I was on a phone call to make the final go decision and everything flipped upside down. I'm not going to ask you for anything except prayer. So I want you to know that. But I, I want you to know how deeply I feel this is important. This has been on my heart for a very long time. There are two things that we have to do. We have to, we have to take that journey back into the country that we all grew up knowing and believing in. We have to relive the best memories that we had and the best hopes and aspirations that Americans have always had. We need to renew ourselves and our family and our faith in other people. I think we need to revive the feelings that I never thought I would lose, and now I'm not sure I'll ever get back again. My family used to do 4th of July at a different place every year. It was a tradition for us. It was Christmas and 4th of July. I don't really do anything special for 4th of July anymore. It was beaten out of me in the last eight years. I go and I just hear Born on the 4th of July, which is a meaningless song, and living in the USA and it's fireworks and nobody is talking about the country. There's no, there's no meaning to it at all. And I don't want to lose that tradition because all of our traditions are being lost, all of them. They're all being taken apart. And whether that's by design, in some cases it is, in others, it's just because we don't do it anymore. It's become about something else. Thanksgiving. Nobody talks about the pilgrims. Nobody knows what that is. How many of us, how many of us watch the Macy's Day Parade, the dog show, eat, and then football? And then maybe the next day we all go shopping or we go see a big movie. Where is the covenant part of this? Where is the, the thanksgiving? The one thing that just has not been torn away from that, and I just think it's divine providence, is family. Family is the root of all stable societies. And Thanksgiving is the greatest because there's no gift giving. There's usually no place you have to be other than with your family. And, you know, some people may not like that. But eventually most of us do. So the one thing we have to do is start putting fresh memories, hopes, Dreams, aspirations, feelings of the gloriousness of this nation. But that's window dressing. I firmly believe 
that we are a covenant nation. And we have violated that covenant. A covenant is a pact with someone. It's a contract. It's a, I'll do this, and if I do this, you will give me this. It's no different. You have to do something, and then the promise is God will bless you. Well, there's a problem with this. We've made this contract three times before. Three times. We made it with the pilgrims. We made it in 1789. And we made it again in 1863. And each time we were blessed and we were saved. We must restore the covenant. And I want to talk to you about that and ask for your prayers next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Giving gifts is a wonderful part of the holiday, uh, but, you know, you're giving gifts without you even knowing it, and um, and you certainly wouldn't do this consciously. If you are browsing and shopping online using an unsecured Wi-Fi, even if it's password protected, you could be giving the gift of visibility into your personal information to hackers whose interest it is to hack your Wi-Fi connection, to watch your activity, and steal the information that you send and receive. Things like your social security number, your bank records, your credit card numbers, all of that. You need protection that's going to evolve with you. And the new Norton 360 membership provides multiple layers of protection with a secure VPN to protect your privacy on public Wi-Fi and provide real, real-time security for your devices. I want you to go to Norton.com slash Beck right now. You'll save 60% off. Just find out. Do your own homework on all the things that they provide. It's really kind of miraculous. It is Norton.com slash Beck. Norton.com slash Beck. There's just a few tickets left for Glenn Beck in Utah, Salt Lake City on Saturday. Go to glennbeck.com slash Christmas and grab it. I, uh, I'm talking to you um, today about the idea of restoring tradition, restoring the, cover- uh, the covenant. Everything, all traditions really in America come from the covenant, come from divine providence. We have always firmly relied on divine providence. But we also knew that to get that divine providence, there was a... There was a part we had to pay. I have thought for a very long time. What is the answer? The answer is clear, but it's personal. When we turn back and ask for forgiveness and we... We promise to do better. 
if he will just protect us mainly from ourselves. And I have felt for a long time that we are running out of opportunity because if you believe in God, you know this society is repeatedly slapping him in the face. And I don't mean just from liberals. I mean liberals, conservatives, independents, all of us, all of us slap him in the face. So I'm going to be straight up with you. I won't give you the details of what's happening, but I believe in this so much. Uh, I have to come to you because I don't need to tell you the details because it's going to require a miracle to make it happen. I'm just debating here what what voice in my head is mine and what is his. I don't know. I know I'm supposed to do another restoring event, and that event is restoring the covenant. And and it's supposed to happen in Gettysburg, and it's supposed to happen on July 4th. And I have absolutely everything. I have the farms and the we have everything everything that we need um but because it's such a small place everything has to be brought in and some constraints have come on that uh i only have like 14 12 or 14 days to be able to either do this or not do this. And uh, yesterday uh, we had a, a final meeting and we all went into it going, okay, we're going to do this. And we all left and everyone was, there's no way to do it. But I don't believe that. Because it's something... Should I say or not? No, no, I don't. I think you need to go into too much detail yeah. at this point. It's something. It's something in the grand scheme of things that is meaningless, meaningless. But it is. Uh, it's just going to take a miracle, and I've seen them before on these events, but this is going to require the biggest one, and. Um, And I believe Billy Graham was right when he told me, in the end, things are going to happen that are so miraculous that everyone involved will know it wasn't man. And this is one of those things. So I would uh, ask, we're going to announce this today, uh, and I can't announce that today and can't give you any more details um, on what we had planned on the week leading up and everything else uh, because there's no way to do it today. But I am not going to say no to this 
until the day I go on vacation. Because once we hit the 20th, it's over. The door closes. So I would just ask that you would pray. Because I know there's enough people in this audience that understand a covenant and understand we are a covenant nation. Our pilgrims made it. George Washington made it. Abraham Lincoln made it. Go and read Lincoln's 19, 1863 proclamation for Thanksgiving. Read that. It re, if you take out the part where it says civil war, all of it, all of it reads as if it could have been written today. It is the solution. It is that proclamation is what turned the civil war around. He had already done the Emancipation Proclamation. It's what turned the war around. We lost everything until this. And then we began to win. No politician, no party, no man can save us from the insanity that we have going on in our country right now. There's no way. I hate to break it to you. There is no way out. Except one. And that is a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. But that only can be expected when we are people of merit and people of decency. God is not on our side, nor will he ever be on our side. We choose to be on his side. And when we do that, it softens our hearts and we begin to listen to one another. And we will find unity in those basic principles that we have lost. Those basic principles that are being stolen, actively stolen from us every day through political correctness and all the rest. But because we also don't honor tradition anymore, those traditions are there to remind you who you are, where you came from. And all of our traditions are being taken or we are so lazy or hapless that we don't see what we're missing, what we're losing. I would ask if you're in prayer circles or anything else that you would tell everybody that you know, just pray for restoring the covenant. Pray for a miracle. I don't want to tell you what it has to be because I... I think God wants me to understand it has nothing to do with you. And he wants, I believe, to show his power. So pray. 
All right. This time of year, everybody is focused on the fat guy who's coming down your chimney. Now, I don't know who that is, uh, but the fat guy is... You at your Christmas show, or yeah. is that what you're planning for is an entry? What... Hmm? I, 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 the Christmas show, I just thought maybe... Yeah. That was you the, thought maybe what? You were going to be coming down the chimney. Yeah. And then the other yeah. part of the state. Well, A, I, I wouldn't fit. Uh, <laughs> and that's just not a fat thing. That's a, just everybody. I, uh, there's a reason they don't... They make them so people can't get into them. Except Santa. Except Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second thing is, is my Santa suit doesn't... <clears throat> it's a, a, a doesn't what no it's, it's, it's santa suit doesn't uh go to the dry cleaner doesn't go to the dry cleaner. yeah so it's Did dirty, it shrink it? maybe at the dry cleaner is that what happened <clears throat> somehow anyway <clears throat> anyway the um the fat guy that's coming through your patio, uh, patio door uh in the middle of the day nobody's really thinking about him at christmas time uh that's a guy that uh you know it's not the plumber Although he's probably got the plumber's crack. He is. It's not the plumber. It's a guy that wants to take the stuff from under your tree. Simply Safe offers comprehensive professional home security at an affordable rate that will put a smile on your face. Right now, it's the best time of the year to get Simply Safe, a home security system for the holidays because they're giving you a huge discount and they're giving you a free security camera. So you get a huge discount on the system. And a free security camera. And you're not going to believe how affordable this is. Just go to their website and check it out for yourself. When you see how affordable it is, especially if you have ever had security before, boy, are you going to be mad at how you were ripped off before. Simply Safe protects every room, every window, every door with 24-7 professional home monitoring. If there is a break-in, Simply Safe can give real-time video confirmation so police respond three and a half times faster on average. There is no contract. There's no hidden fees, no fine print. You control everything and every part of it. Prices are fair and honest, starting at $15 a month. It's simplysafebeck.com. Take advantage of Simply Safe's amazing holiday savings and get a free HD security camera. The offer is for a limited time only. It's ending soon, so go to simplysafebeck.com and save big. It's simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, welcome to the program. We're we're glad you're here. Uh, do we have the uh, do we do we have the testimony yesterday that uh, makes my head explode uh, of uh, the questioning of? You're gonna have to really narrow it down from there. Yeah, the Matt Gates, Gates thing. Yeah, yeah, we have the Matt do Gates. We have audio. the audio. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's let's play this. Um, this is um, Congressman Gates talking to a extraordinarily liberal. A uh, legal scholar who uh, has donated money to Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and Joe Biden and is very, very liberal. Um, and here's the questioning after she uh, made a stupid joke about uh, Baron Trump. Listen. 
in 2020. Did you write those words? Until this call in July 25th, I was an impeachment skeptic. The Very call well. changed I, my mind, sir, and for thank good Thank you. Reason. I appreciate your testimony. Professor Carlin, you gave 2000 bucks, or you gave 1000 bucks to Elizabeth Warren, right? Uh, I believe so. You gave 1200 uh, bucks to Barack Obama? I have no reason to question that. And you gave 2000 bucks to Hillary Clinton? That's correct. Uh, Why so much more for Hillary than the other two? Because I've been giving a lot of money to charity recently because of all of the poor people in the United States. Well, those aren't the only, those aren't the only <laughs> folks you've been given to. Now, you, you, have you ever been on a podcast called Versus Trump? I think I was on a live panel that the people who ran the podcast called Versus Trump. On that, do you remember saying the following? Liberals tend to cluster more. Conservatives, especially very conservative people, tend to spread out more. Perhaps because they don't even want to be around themselves. Did you oh say that? God. Yes, I did. Do you, do you understand how that reflects contempt on people who are conservative? No, what I was talking about there mm -hmm. was the natural tendency, if mm -hmm. you put the quote in context, the natural tendency of a compactness requirement to favor a party uh -huh. whose voters are more spread out. Well, and I do not have contempt hold on. I, again, for conservatives. I'm very, I'm she and this went on and on and on and on and on uh and uh, tonight at five o'clock i'm I'm going to tell you who these who these people were that they called to testify yesterday they are they are members of the resistance movement they are people that were calling for the impeachment of donald trump remember it started with uh with him asking one of the the uh the experts uh, so did you say that what he was talking about is, were you calling for the impeachment of Donald Trump even before he was elected when he's sworn in, are you talking about the, uh, the resistance and the impeachment of Donald Trump? Yes, but I wasn't sold on this until the phone call. Oh, okay. Wow. And so on the day you heard about the phone call, that was enough. Not even the hearings, nothing. Until the July 25th phone call. That's what made you say, yeah, he's got to be impeached. That's incredible and incredibly biased. And inherently unfair. And non-credible. It's incredible and not credible. Right? Yes. You know, at the same time. It's yeah. just not believable. Nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. They Nobody believes it. This was a it. predetermined uh, situation. Right. And Nancy Pelosi came out today and she said they are going to uh, uh, the, the, they are going to pursue pursue impeachment and they want them to file the articles of impeachment to the House because of these patriotic lifetime servants. Well, um, I don't think that all of them were patriotic. I think some of them were, and even some of them that I disagree with. But I don't think all of them were patriotic. And lifetime servant, well, I don't know about servant. But uh, <laughs> that's always a comical one. They're all it, making it really six is. figures. Yeah, they're all over there. They're living with all sorts of ridiculous perks. 
I mean, not, you know, obviously there's lower levels, there's, you know, different stories, but these are the people who've risen to the top of their field and they're making plenty of money and, and living decent lives. Lifetime is the key. These people are working yeah. year after year. They see presidents come and go and they become so arrogant. They don't yeah. answer to anyone because you can't fire them. Right. It's apparently unpatriotic to fire them. So that's that's some job security right there. To Glenn Beck. Our uh, sponsor is me. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. We have a 1,000 active agents. We have another 5,000 are waiting to be on the list. We um, are constantly monitoring our real estate agents and making sure that they're doing everything and that they're getting you know five stars from the people that they help because it's important that you can trust these people to sell your home on time for the most amount of money that they are busting their butt for you. And they're also helping you get into your next home. They are people that we have vetted and really just put through the ringer to make sure that you can trust them, that they are the best in your area. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home, go with the best. We'll help you find them. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Fifteen seconds. I don't want to get into politics and I don't I don't want to recommend people. But when we find some people that we find are different and interesting and can replace people like Charlie Crist, we want to make sure you know about them. Uh, and there is a, uh, a dynamic congressional candidate. Her name is Anna Paulina Luna. Uh, she is a, a Hispanic conservative Air Force veteran that's pro-life, pro-God, pro-country, seems to have it all. I want to introduce you to her, and you make up your own mind in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This week, the House Judiciary Committee begins their show trial to unseat the president. Uh, they're not alone. Nancy Pelosi said that they are going to... Uh, uh, they are going to uh, proceed now with impeachment, uh, articles of impeachment, and then they will bring it to the floor. You know, we're subsidizing some of the things that are happening that we're against. We are absolutely against. I'm pro-life. Every time I make a phone call on my cell phone, wait a minute, I, I'm donating money? They're using that money and donating to Planned Parenthood? Really? No, thank you. You have a choice on cell service, and most people don't understand that you are helping fund the things that you are against every time you make a phone call. Patriot Mobile 
is America's only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to conservative organizations fighting for the values you believe in. Now, here's the great thing. You're helping them fund the things you believe in, and you're saving money every month on your cell phone bill compared to everybody else. So this is really a no-brainer. Please just do your own research. Go to patriotmobile.com. PatriotMobile.com. Use the slash back. Use the promo code ZFree, and I'll tell you why here in a second. But you go there, do your own research, and find out how much money you're going to save. Now, if you switch this month, you're going to get a free Moto Z3 Play when you open a new line of service. Plus, you're going to get a signed copy of Donald Trump Jr.'s new book, Triggered. Somehow or another, I don't think Verizon or, or Sprint or AT&T or anybody else is going to be giving away Donald Trump Jr.'s book uh, when you switch. But... Anyway, switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. Keep your number, get reliable nationwide service, and no hidden fees. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Use the promo code ZFREE. You can also call them at 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So I want to introduce you to a young Hispanic conservative Air Force veteran who uh, uh, is she's a believer in the things that we were founded on. And she, for some reason, wants to go to Congress and she's running for the seat currently held by Charlie Crist, which would be a shame if he lost. Anna Paulina Luna, welcome to the program. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. You're you're uh, you're welcome. So we met a few weeks ago. You happened to be here in the building uh, and uh, I had just stumbled across you and somebody else, some other show in the building had invited you on. And uh, my show was my show was over. So I invited you to to uh, come on because I want to find out a little bit about you, a little bit more about you. Um, You are uh, you seem to be all on the right track. You're pro-God, pro-life. You don't hate America. Um, tell, me about, tell me about some of the policies that you think Charlie Crist has wrong that you would not be voting the same way. I mean, first and foremost, the guy says that he cares about veterans, of which I am. And then he went and uh, voted against, you know, us getting health care and in, fav- in turn favored illegal immigrants getting health care. And I think that a lot of what I talk on, a lot of the policies that I am so passionate about, it's because of my life experience. Um, not to mention, he's absolutely pushing the red flag laws. And again, going back to kind of how I grew up, I did not have a normal upbringing. And I realize that now. And it was really the military that I'd say, you know, helped me change my life around. But I had a very um, early on kind of interesting experience with firearms and whether it was me being involved in an armed robbery and walking into one when I was nine to having a cousin that was murdered to eventually being at a high school where there was gang violence and resulted on a shooting um, between gangs on campus. I am in no way, shape or form ever going to say that it is firearms and us taking away the right of the Second Amendment from the American people that is going to fix some of these issues. When you have people constantly pushing to remove God uh, from society and replace it with government, that's where the problem is. And so if you want to start fixing the problem, let's start bringing back the morality back to the United States, back to the American people. So, I mean, 
what he's done is essentially voted in favor of himself, not the people. He's been a Democrat, an independent, a Republican. He's currently a Democrat. And um, it's, it's time for him to go. It's time to get people in Congress who care, who want to fix the issues and who can reach across the aisle to fix some of these, you know, very horrific things that are taking place in our country, not really buy into the whole um, impeachment nonsense that they're really pushing. It's wrong. And I'm tired of it. So you are the Hispanic Initiative uh, chairwoman for Prager University, which is a great endorsement just there. You have over 400,000 followers online. What is... Where did you come from? When did you decide to do this? So I had actually been on track to go to medical school. And I, this is about, I'd say, a year and some change ago. Um, I got into a medical program. I had completely gotten out of the military so that I could do that. And I actually got a phone call from Charlie Kirk over at Turning Point USA. And at the time, I had been in contact with Tyler Boyer, who's their COO, and they basically had offered me the position to be their national outreach director for Hispanic engagement. And I honestly didn't know at the time if that was really what was in the cards for me and really, I guess, on God's plan. And when that happened, I kind of realized, I was like, this is going to be, you know, pretty much a story out of the Bible. If I go to medical school, something crazy is going to happen. It's going to be like Jonah and the whale. Big whale is going to come swallow me up and bring me back so that I can help do this. Um, now kind of touching on why I really politically started speaking out was I had obviously my experience with the second amendment, but I started working closely with an organization called veterans for child rescue. And they, uh, basically handle counter trafficking at the U S Mexico border of children. Mm. And at that point in time, I didn't know that that was even an issue. And Mm. honestly it is. And after I was doing the digging that I was doing, and I found out about the horrific numbers of children that are trafficked, I knew that I had to say something. You know, the whole reason I wanted to become a doctor was that so I could help people. And I realized that by me staying silent, especially as a Hispanic woman, that not only was I failing myself, but I was failing these innocent people. It doesn't matter if, you know, who you are, liberal, Democrat, um, Republican, conservative, these are innocent children. This is something that we should all be working to stop. And it only can be done when proper measures are taken for border security. So I really started using my platform and um, Turning Point's been kind enough to work with me on a documentary to get this information out there. So that'll hopefully be out here pretty soon. Uh, well, I'd like to help you with that as well. Um, it it is it, the numbers are astonishing, astonishing. Uh, and, thousands, and people don't even know they have no idea. Nobody in Congress is really talking about this, especially on the Democratic compassionate side. It is it is the most compassionate thing we can do is to stop people coming from coming over the border who we don't know who they are or if those are even their children. We are we are actually in in many ways helping these child traffickers now with the stupid rules that have been uh, put in on the border. But I digress. Um, If I could just interject, and for those listening, this is not a joke. I've gone down there. I've talked to Border Patrol agents. And, you know, you literally, the stats will say about a third of the children that are coming over are not biologically related to these, quote unquote, parent or family units, and that they are essentially renting these children so that they can gain access and exploit our asylum laws. But aside from that, 
this Border Patrol officer told me of a story where he came across a family, or not family, but a group of women and a group of men that had been separated, and they're actually being forced to carry marijuana packages over the border. And so obviously they intercepted them, and what ended up happening was they found that at when they were, you know, processing them in, one of the wom- the women was crying and she basically couldn't be calmed down. And Art asked her what happened. And she said, you know, where's my child? Where's my child? And what they had done, um, what the cartels had did is they separated the men from the women and the women from the children and promised them if they successfully brought the loads over the border that they would reunite them with their children. Mm-hmm. And to this day, Art doesn't know what happened to those kids. And it's scary. It's, you know, one of those things that it's not like a drug where it can be used once. People think trafficking is this really clean thing. It's not. This is literally the sodomy, the rape, the torture, literally sometimes even the killing of very innocent people. And it doesn't matter who you are. If we don't do it the correct way, if people don't come here the correct way, they're going to be exploited and people are hurt on both sides. So, Anna, I I used to ask people, you know, how their soul was, um, but... um... I don't know if I don't I don't know if people really understand what they're walking into and the danger that you are in when you go to Congress. I've I've had friends who have have become everything that they said they weren't going to become. Um, it's a toxic atmosphere. Are, are, are you prepared for that? I am, and I can say that this is kind of funny, but right out the gates, I had someone like Matt Gates come out and endorse me and. I've never been the type of person to be bought. Uh, one of my campaign slogans is built, not bought. And I say that because everything that I've experienced in life, the reason I speak out is because I know firsthand what that's like. I literally grew up in the welfare system. Um, and I've been very selective about even taking certain money from certain lobbyists. I am a grassroots candidate. I've been to date leveraging my social media to raise all of these small dollar donations nationally. And if all goes as planned, I'll be making the Young Gun list, um, which is the NRCC's list of, you know, top competing candidates for a district. And obviously I need help raising that money. So if you can donate, please do. You can donate at www.voteonapaulina.com. But I am who I am, and I always feel that I'm answering to higher calling. And I'm not anticipating on being a career politician. I'm going to do what I think is right, what needs to be done, and then I'm going to leave. And I'm going to tip my hat and, and let the next person take over. How competitive do you think you could be against Charlie Chris? I think, and I, you know, there are some great people running in, in this race, but when it comes to being able to actually go toe-to-toe with him and call him out on some of the identity politics that he's going to be using, I will be able to absolutely flip the seat. Not to mention I have a very, again, unique background. And in part, what I also am passionate about is I've been working with an organization called Force Blue that does coral reef restoration off the coast of Florida. My husband's a scientific diver with that organization. And, um, you know, I do have this aspect of, you know, being, quote, unquote, a green conservative that I'm bringing to the table. And, you know, every step of the way, again, I've been built for this. So I am probably the only contender for this race. And I do anticipate on flipping the seat. So you you are. And I don't mean this as an insult, um, uh, you know, because you're the mirror opposite. But uh, you are kind of the AOC for the uh, for the right. If you if you were to win, when you say you're a green conservative, does that mean that you're for government green deals, cap and trade, no. <laughs> all of that stuff? No, I'm in fact, and I'm not even for a carbon tax. I think that it's been really interesting because I do obviously have 
some extensive background being that I'm a biology major and, you know, I'm kind of a science nerd in that aspect. But, you know, one of the biggest arguments for that is the United States is not even the number one polluter in the world. Okay. It's places like China, India, a lot of these Asian countries that we're sending our manufacturing to. So why on earth, if you really wanted to fix the problem, would you then in turn basically tax the American family, the American people, an insane amount of money in order to fix a a problem that we can't even control that's not even us that's contributing that? Why would we not in turn try to encourage these businesses to bring their manufacturing back to the United States so we know that they're not contributing to this global pollution? And then in addition to that, if these countries want to trade with us, well, then let's write some policy into our trade negotiations with these countries. It's in no way, shape, and form our responsibility to change our way of life to literally stop eating meat and to stop using planes and automobiles in order to facilitate these countries that have, you know, even according to the uh, climate accord that we pulled out of, thank God, um, you know, places like China are developing coal, coal manufacturing, coal plants, what, once a week? Mm -hmm. And yet we're all of a sudden the evil people. That's not what the scope and objective of this is. And in the United States, we actually, in my opinion, have one of the cleanest environments for that reason. So I'm for a clean environment, but limited government. And I think that that's the best way that you want to handle those types of situations. All right. What is your web address if people want to find out more information or donate? You can find me at www.votesana, that's A-N-N-A, and then Paulina, P-A-U-L-I-N-A.com. Anna Paulina, thank you very much. God thank bless. You, Good luck. You bet. I should say Anna. Anna Paulina. Instead of Anna. Oh, really? Right. Why is that? Because that's what she was saying. It. Anna. Anna. And I don't know if she knows how to pronounce her name. But <laughs> it's always difficult. I'll just, I'll just go with her. I'll just go with her. All right. When our government spends money, it is, it spends money. And there is no stopping it. It doesn't seem like anybody even cares. Did you see what happened in, uh, I think it was Germany. Let me see if I have it. Uh, there is a... Uh, the here it is floodgates are open german banks have started charging retail savers it's been seven years since the european central bank's key deposit uh, facility rate was positive just a few weeks ago it was lowered to a record low it is now in the negative which means are you ready you actually pay the bank to hold your money i don't so hard to understand why you would do that. Why? I mean, I guess there's a certain amount of money you have where you can't just like lock it up in a in a safe and or put it in a you know PO or a uh, you know. A, but they but they you are the last you are the <laughs> lender of last resort. Mm-hmm. So if they go out, you don't get your money back. You're paying yeah, them I, to I, hold it in a vault, but they're not holding it in a vault. They're making money by lower by lending that out to other people. Right. It's insanity. It's you insanity. Always just dig a hole in your backyard and bury yeah. it there. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think is going to that actually Watch Breaking Bad? They they were they figured out great ways to hide money in your house. Uh, let me tell you something. I think that's going to happen if we start charging. Banks start charging. They are now in Germany, starting charging you. To keep your money in a bank. That's insane. Insane. And then they won't let you withdraw it, probably. Right. You'll go like, all right, I'm taking it all out. No, no, you no, really no, can't do that. You're setting off some alarms here, yeah. sir. Okay, so look, here's the thing. What What's happening to uh, our money is it is being devalued, 
And uh, you, when you're seeing negative interest rates on savings banks where you can't pull the money out and all kinds of regulation on it, that is a sign of deep, 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 deep financial and mathematical trouble. Please diversify. Please don't put all of your money into anything. But if you have, for instance, an IRA, you can get five years of IRA fees in bonus silver right now for new qualifying self-directed IRA purchases. All you have to do is call Goldline. Please spread your risk out. The one thing that goes up in value when your paper dollar goes down in value is gold. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. Take advantage of the offer today. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. Are you, Stu? I'm wonderful. You're not coming with me this weekend to Salt Lake, are you? I am not. No, that's not. That's Uh, not right. uh, Personal choice. Personal. Wait a minute. What? Player's decision. Uh, Hold it. Did not play. Player's decision. (laughs) No. Really? It would be great to go. I would love to. Um, Well, I've I've some other things going on. Book a seat for you Um, right away. Wait, do you have other things going on? Yeah, I I think this is the week the Taco Bell's having a sale. (laughs) They have those in Salt Lake City. Not the one near me. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. No, it's going to be a great show. We've been. uh, You've done Christmas shows before, and I think a lot of people in the audience haven't seen you do that kind of show before. Yeah. Been a long time. It's been a long time. Been a long time. And it's they're fun. That was the first time I actually realized you had some talent ability yeah thank you thank uh, you to to do this job yeah. no because was... i heard the show a lot of times right. and seeing you yeah. do the show uh-huh. i never really noticed uh-huh. anything of uh-huh. value and this then... is the one thing that i do that Stu was really bummed when we said okay no more of those oh yeah he was like no that's my favorite thing it is really cool it's a fun show it, it you know brings you into the into the christmas season it's really really funny uh, and uh, it, it's a, I, I'm, it's a can't miss unless, of course, you're me and there's a Taco Bell sale yeah. near your house. <laughs> right. So there's some scattered seats, um, you know, the, the, the seats that are available. I think there's a f- few seats up towards the top, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and the, the deal of that is, yes, you might get a nosebleed, but uh, probably not. But I can guarantee you're not going to get hit with any of the flop sweat, which is a huge benefit. <laughs> Huge, huge benefit. I mean, if you're in the front row, people are paying all this money for these great seats, and then you know they just they get flop sweat. You got to bring like the Gallagher tarp to like guard yourself. So I I don't even know what to I don't even know what to wear because your Santa suit. You wear your Santa suit. It doesn't fit me. Okay, too big. Already shut up. (laughs) All right. So I don't even know what to wear because you know I get hot. But if I if I wear like a sweater, then you know, it's like the Jim Gaffigan thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Untucking your shirt, it is the last gasp of the fat man. Right. Because I am moo-moo. I am right. The next thing is, I just give up. I just give up and just start wearing a moo-moo. Just. I, I could see that. I mean, it, um, you have the, when you untuck the shirt, it, it, who knows? Is it just falling straight down and, not, and, and clearing your stomach by six inches or is it one inch? 
You can't quite well, tell. when you're... When, That's why it's... Yeah, you still kind of can see that there's something underneath Occasionally that. the wind hurts you. <laughs> in this so, no wind in this theater. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to find tickets, you can just go to glenbeck.com. There are very few left, but if you'd like to uh, grab a seat, I'd love to see you there. It's Saturday. Glenbeck.com slash Christmas. All right. When you say the word luxury, what do you think of? Maybe that diamond-encrusted piece of jewelry. Maybe you are being pampered in a spa with your face covered in green mud and your eyes covered with slices of cucumber for some bizarre reason because it does nothing. What are you doing? Anyway, uh, what happens if I add one word? A luxury chair. I don't even know what I think of. Well, I think of an X chair because now I have one, but I don't think there is anything in that ca- a luxury chair. Yeah, this one. The, with the patented dynamic variable lumbar support, it has 10 different settings on it. You can adjust this thing literally 10 ways to Sunday. Uh, the X chair is the most comfortable chair that you'll be able to find on the market. It's at an affordable price. They have uh, different levels, one to fit everybody and everybody's uh, wallet get a hundred dollars off right now at xchairbeck.com makes a great christmas present it's xchairbeck.com get a hundred dollars off right now or you can call 844-4x-chair xchairbeck.com so did hunter biden do crack in the back room of a strip club no we'll give you the details coming up I want to bring in Kevin Ryan. He is a uh, writer for Glenbeck.com and uh, also uh, my program and uh, The Blaze. And he is he is a different dude, man. He is just so much fun. Uh, and we, we send you out to things where you just don't fit. For you sure. Know? You just don't fit. I mean, you don't fit really anywhere. No. You know? You, my whole life. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, you work for me and you wear Birkenstocks. Oh, yeah. So, I you love know, Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a guy who would. I hear that constantly. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I, and I love every single day of it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, so we sent you out to uh, cover a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And we haven't spent any time this week on Kamala Harris. Uh, dropping out. Uh, you have a story that uh, comes out. Is it today? Glenbeck dot com. It's yeah. out. Yeah, it's up now. Uh, and you have kind of the behind the scenes because you saw her how many times? Uh, I believe fifteen times. Fifteen times. A lot more than you should have been required yeah. to do <laughs> as right, part of your job. Right. Absolutely. But you were you you went to to follow these candidates to learn something about them. So what is the article about? And and what what do you take away from her failure? Uh, my first, okay, so what I did and when I first saw her was I was like, this, there's something captivating about her. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> she scares me. Yeah. Uh, and she just wants the, she wanted that job so badly yeah. that I thought she, no one could ever stop her. 
Mm-hmm. So I wrote five articles about her. <laughs> and it's like, here we are two months later. And it's like, well, those other three articles are never going to come out. <laughs> but and it taught me something about politics. Yeah. Because uh, you guys are so clued into politics. And it's kind of a new game for me. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just been fascinating. And Harris, Harris was the one, because my, my dad was with me in Iowa. And he said what really freaked him out was that she always has this like tear waiting in her eye to drop <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's just ready yeah and she can just and she would just could play all these different characters yeah and she did them very well i really admired her i didn't think i was going to admire her at all but i just you admired her for her Abilities, uh, abilities? terrifying abilities, terrifying. Wow! Because I, I think wow. there's a there's a uh, I think an, a sense where you look at Kamala Harris and you say see someone who seems to have ability as a politician and is relatively convincing at times. Uh, but there's something I think you know, how, like when you look at a robot and the robot looks human, but not it's quite called the uncanny valley. The uncanny yes. valley, yes. And you, it just feels weird. Like you, you sense that it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what it was like with with uh, Kamala Harris as we learned more about her. I mean, I, you know, if she had, you know, we talked when about, you first see her, mm-hmm. we we talked about this yeah. at the very beginning. When you first see her, you're like, she, there's something charming about her. There's something real about her that seems like she's likable. Seems like she's likable. <laughs> yes. But then the more she's around, you're like. No, it's the uncanny valley. And then all of a sudden you kind of hit the bottom of that valley and you're like, I think she's a fraud. Definitely. I don't think she's real. And well, that's I where think she is. Change the, the name of the article to uncanny valley. That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that sums up her kind of essence like that. There is there. And in person, it's like that. Cause I also wrote an article about seeing her at this Baptist church and there's nobody there. There's no media. It was a rainy day. It was a miserable day. And she, her sister got up and sang, and Kamala gave this, like, heart-rending, gospel-driven sermon. And I I had tears in my eyes. But when she walked off, I was like, that is a good politician. Yeah, yeah. I didn't didn't come away with, like, that is a real great person. Right. And we should really? note, uh, not a good enough politician, uh, quite yeah. clearly. Yeah. People sense Apparently. it in some way. Well, some I think way. that's yeah. why I think that's why Bernie connects with so many people is because that's not a pol- that's not a good politician. Yeah, you know, he's yep. just he's a mess. He's uh, Trump. A, Trump is kind Trump of Trump is way the too. same way. Like, yeah. He's not a, yeah. he's not what you'd think of as a politician, yeah. but people connect with him mm-hmm. because they feel it's authentic. Right. right. And the same thing with Bernie. I mean, Bernie lies a lot. Uh, he gets a lot of points for being authentic. He tells a lot of falsehoods. Yeah, he does. Um, but he does them but in a way that he believes him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and I think Trump is the same way. I think Trump believes 99% of the stuff that you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I think he believes that stuff, <laughs> you know? Bernie is the same way. Bernie is just authentic in his, uh, in his look, you know, in yeah. the way he dresses. Uh, you know, you have to give him credit for being uh, really outspoken enough to say he's uh, at least leaning towards socialism, you know, during the Cold War. Yeah. 
you know, he's less authentic now because he just won't make that final step in like, yeah, I'm for communism. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. He'll only say he's for socialism. Yeah, it's so yeah. misleading. Yeah, so misleading. Uh, uh, with Kamala, I think, too, one of the things we talked about, uh, we were comparing the fields one day about 2000, from 2016 and the Republicans. And I, I said, she, he, she is Marco Rubio. Right, like That's a good comparison. The on-the-paper vibe of Rubio and Harris was like, this is a good formula to win this race, right? Mm-hmm. And never, even though they might give some good speeches and have good moments in debates or whatever, never was really able to connect with the, with the voting uh, public. And, uh, you know, I don't know. You made that point, Glenn, years ago that after Obama, the last thing we'd be looking for is someone who was packaged, packaged and, like, you know, per, every line felt perfectly focus group tested and rubio did a lot of that and harris did a lot of that well harris though harris became i think Mm -hmm. uh beto in the end where she was just like lobbying like yeah she didn't hey i and i'll eat your children if that's what will take to vote for me what about banning all republicans from twitter yeah you guys sign on to that (laughs) That is weird it's weird okay so another story that you uh that you have is uh on joel olstein we did not you have a chance to talk to you. It's been so crazy. I mean, it's hard to keep up with the news. Yeah. So. You, you were with Joel Osteen and Kanye That's a correct. couple of weeks ago. Tell yeah. me about that experience. Glenn, it was insane. Uh, it was <laughs> just, I mean, just like setting up the scene is, is unbelievable. Joel Osteen hanging out with Kanye West at this church, uh, surrounded by media, um, at this mega church, and uh, performing with a gospel choir. I mean... A year ago, he was a very different Kanye. Yeah, very publicly, a, mm-hmm. a very different Kanye. Um, yeah, I really, I really wish you could have come. I would was, have loved to. I would have loved to have been there. We'll go so, to the next one. Okay, so, so who, who did you feel he was? Kanye. Yeah. Um, I've he, he felt. I feel like his only mode is genuine, and that's what people have a problem with. They think he's being disingenuous. I don't think he. I think there's no off switch. Mm. And what does that mean? He can't. He he's all or nothing. All but, yes. But and whatever he thinks the truth is at that moment that is, is what he's truth. saying. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh, Donald right. right, like Donald Trump is yeah. the, is the you know the greatest guy in the world. Whatever it is, he doesn't have the he doesn't have that filter to stop himself and try to rethink. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this. For sure. And mm. and this is what I struggle with. I don't know if he just doesn't care or if it's just he feels an imperative to bring it out. And I know there's like there's some mental illness there and he's there's probably some pills. I don't know. What, do, what does that or mean? There was. What, what do you mean? There was bipolar. Um, it, is that that's on the record that. Yes. He's, OK. Yeah. His, the, he was hospitalized at uh, YMCA, whatever, whatever, when they're put in involuntarily. Mm-hmm. When someone's mm-hmm. been admitted involuntarily, he was admitted to YMCA um, mental health facilities. And pretty surely. Isn't that, I mean, does that sound like a mental health facility that any of us want to go? <laughs> oh, yeah. What is the dream? You got to get into the pool. Just get into the pool. <laughs> go play some volleyball. Yeah, play some volleyball and everything will be good. Uh, when was that? That was maybe like nine months ago, a year ago. And when he was in at the facility, he was drawing churches and talking about um forming a church in calabasas where he lives and um it sort of turned into this gospel choir that was like kind of quiet at first and he's just been building from that and um 
it's funny of all the outrageous things that Kanye's done. I think I I rank uh, the Joel Osteen church as like pretty high up there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why is that? It was just so unexpected. And yeah. he's but he's he's very Joel Osteen. I mean, I like Joel. He's a friend of mine. But he's very Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen is a he's a gateway drug. Yeah, you know, he's he's getting the people who are not going to church, who are trying to, you know, uh, find some God in their life. But they want they want the success that goes along with it, along with the happiness and everything else. And Joel preaches this, you know, uh, the gospel uh, and it's very mechanical, mm-hmm. uh, but the gospel of prosperity and that's what I mean, you know, even I think it was that weekend he said I was down, I don't even know, $50 million and I just got that back from the IRS. <laughs> like, Who has that? Who has that? I love that comparison. And I, I hadn't thought of it, be, but it's so true. And it's there's also this idea of like a, a public wide misconception about who the person is that I think applies to both men. And which I have to admit, I was kind of guilty going into this the service that I had an idea of Joel Osteen that is sort of like it was preformed because of what other people told me. And then when I mm-hmm. met him and when I was in the service, I found myself tearing up and thinking, like, how could this be bad? Like, I can't see any reason why mm-hmm. helping people and getting them motivated and, and helping them sort out whatever addictions they have or. Yeah. Anything. How is that bad? No, I, you know, I, I know Joel um, fairly well. And, uh, you know, his father was a, a real old school preacher. And he didn't have any intention of going in and preaching at all. And uh, when his father died, it kind of came down to him. And he wasn't thinking about it. And he had this big kind of transformation in his life. But he doesn't preach it the way his father would have. He 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 looks for the things that are tangible today, and he knows he's a gateway to, you know, other deeper spiritual meanings. And I think he gets a bad name because I think there's a lot of people that are in the religious business that don't like the fact that he does that. And and I don't think there's any problem. I mean, just help people start on a road anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just start on a good road. Um, and are you concerned at all that, you know, uh, what percentage of your job includes crying? Because you've told us <laughs> multiple yeah. times yeah, you've I'm, teared up. That's such yeah. an emotional. It's the Birkenstocks. Yeah. As soon as I take those off, I'm like, yeah, let's handle the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, man, I'm telling, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so, man. You, you are a you're a mad genius. You oh, really are. Stop. You're a mad genius. More maybe perhaps more mad. Definitely. <laughs> but sure. uh, I love working with you, Kevin. Thank it, you so much. It's a real joy. Uh, Thanks, and you'll find his articles right now at glenbeck.com. Thank you. Mike Lindell, man. He's an amazing guy. He's the inventor of MyPillow. Um, and I really didn't think I would like the MyPillow. I mean, I saw him because I had one and I didn't like it. He had sent me one and I had to meet with him. And I'm like, oh, jeez, I'm not going to say because I can't, I can't lie to him. Uh, and... Uh, and I, he said, what do you think of the pillow? And I said, well, you know, well, and he said, oh, my gosh, you hate it. And I said, well, hate's a pretty strong word, but, yeah, I don't like it. 
Uh, and he said, you know, what, what pillow, how do you sleep? And I said, you know, I sleep this way. He said, oh, you've got the wrong one. And I don't remember. There's a difference in colors. Uh, and it's, it's just the space that you need between your head and the bed. Once he switched me to the other pillow, I love it. I sleep with it every night. I also sleep on his, on his sheets that he has on sale right now. His Giza Dream Sheets. Really super. I'm a sheet snob. And they're, these are really, really super soft uh, and durable, and they're priced at, uh, you know, not what you expect to have really nice sheets uh, priced at. Giza Dream Sheets, right now, you can buy one set and get the other one free, plus free shipping. If you use the promo code BECK, go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials to buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets and get the other one free, plus shipping, and enter the promo code BECK for all the savings. 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, Mr. Stubergear, here we are. Mm-hmm. Here, here we, we are. are just a couple of days away from the articles of impeachment. Uh, mm-hmm. I've already got my advent calendar out for that. <laughs> yeah. I open it up. There's another article of impeachment behind every window. It's, it's so exciting. Great. It's so exciting. And we're getting close to the Senate trial, which is going to happen after they impeach him, I'm sure. And there they will probably call Hunter Biden as a witness. Mm-hmm. Now, Hunter has a very interesting past, as, mm-hmm. as you know, um, and you're really, I mean, you've really, you know, you dove into his entire history and the corruption part, which is very interesting. I'm fascinated with him as a person because he has he gone is through a, some stuff, man. He's a shipwreck. Oh, my gosh. He's a shipwreck. And it's constant. You know, it's not like, okay, he had these problems 10 years ago and went to rehab. It's He's been to rehab, I think, six different times. Um, you know, he ju- he went through a relationship, then he started dating his brother's widow, which is weird. Which is weird. While he was dating his brother's widow, he went to a strip club and impregnated a stripper. Which he's now having to. Uh, he went through a trial uh, just the other day. It was well, they just kind of came to the conclusion that he did have to pay child support, and yes. as part of this, he has to bring his financial records of five years complete. Mm-hmm. The judge was very clear. <laughs> she has to too. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has to too. But uh, his complete financial records. And that's going to be interesting. Now, after this, this stripper and after the widow, he wound up meeting, I think, a, an Instagram model or something and married her. Well, like 10 days. In 10 days after they met. Yeah. While we are now learning, while he <laughs> was uh, married to, and I think he still is married to her. The 10-day uh, lady? The 10-day lady. He was uh, also went to a strip club multiple times. This is back in, uh, this is a few years ago. Or no, it was late last year, excuse me. And um, the strip club he went to, which he went to multiple times, at one point uh, smelled something that so- smelled like burning styrofoam. Um, apparently the uh, the smell of crack. Huh. And they believe he was doing crack in the VIP room. At uh, the strip club. At the strip club. But other than after that, things married, are going pretty well. After he married the woman after 10 days. Credit score is good. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> you got to look at the upside. Should be an interesting Senate hearing. You're listening to Glenn.
again.